systems are offline. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. The Pat and AJ Podcast. Well, because they got great banter. They jib-jab. Jib-jab, jib-jab, jib-jab. Pat and AJ. I feel like the conversation we've been having in the last five minutes is a lot more interesting than the shit they're talking about on the radio. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects, and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's the Pat and AJ Podcast. So excited that you finally got dive bombed by our hummingbird here in the backyard. Oh, so hold on, he he's actually hit you before? Oh yeah, no, he was. Uh, wasn't we weren't doing a podcast? I was out here working before you and our son got here. Yeah, um, to our house in Arizona, and I heard like like a in my ear, and I thought like I was having some sort of like tinnitus or something. Oh, it was just hanging out next to you. Yeah, and I I kind of flicked you know my hair, and I felt it and saw it fly away, and it was like yeah. it was. No, right my, next to my no, hair. No, it literally flew into my back. Like, yeah. Just, no, he's he's making friends. And then went the other way. Like, okay, buddy. He pretty much lives back here. So, from the uh, orange and pink painted skies of Oro Valley, Arizona, we say hello. Hello. Welcome to the fifty-first episode of the Pat and AJ podcast. Thank you for being here and downloading and subscribing. Oh, you haven't subscribed? Well, well what the hell? <laughs> whatever whatever you're listening on, just click subscribe. It's free. It's That's that's the thing. All we we it, do this for free, and yeah. it's free to you. So. And then all you will have one leg up on is everyone else that has to go and like search out the episode. Yours will just show up right on your phone. So check that out. How's everyone doing? Good day. Yeah. AJ's been going all day, man. We um I have to get back into the schedule of like doing stuff. <laughs> oh boy, that you know what? If that's not the truth for a lot of people, it's hard enough when you just come off one of these big three day weekends, which by the way, I hope everyone had a great fourth. All right. I hope you guys all have all your digits. Have all your digits. Unfortunately, not true. Did you hear about the hockey player? Don't even player? say it. I was going to say, oh, don't even say it. It's yeah. from Novi, too. Well, it happened in Novi. It happened in Novi. He's from Latvia. Oh, I thought he was. I, they said he's from Novi, no, so that it was happened wrong. At, yeah, one of the- Bad uh, headline. One of the Columbus Flyers. Uh, is it the Flyers? No, not Philadelphia no. Flyers. Who is it? Uh, uh, Blue, Blue Jackets. Jackets, Has yeah. Jackets. One of the uh, Columbus, uh, or Columbus Jackets, uh, a goaltender, passed like, away. Like 24 years old. And he wasn't, and not that this means anything, but if in case you're wondering, he wasn't, he was more the backup goaltender. Yeah. Like, he had played two games well, so far this year. So doesn't yeah. matter. Still, he yeah. it, uh, fireworks accident. So, this guy's from Latvia, and apparently he went to go celebrate the U.S. of A. in Novi, Michigan, and there was a mortar. Oh, uh, oh my God! Accident. Now, this is something that we were talking about ourselves, myself and AJ. This is our first Fourth of July, and and we're we're recording this on the fifth of July, and you'll listen on the sixth and beyond. This is our first Fourth of July, um, basically out of the Midwest in Arizona now. Yeah, for a long time, right? Like we've been in Michigan, and there's a and weird, Wisconsin, and and there's a weird for folks who don't know. Maybe you're not from the Midwest, or you're just from like one state, and you don't know all the interstate policies. There's a weird connection of fireworks. That every state kind of works in tandem, whether they're, like, against the law or not against the law. Like, in Illinois, no fireworks, right? You're, yeah. You cannot sell them. You cannot possess them. It's nothing. funny, when, because growing up, my grandparents lived in a suburb of Chicago. So mm-hmm. we would drive from Milwaukee to Chicago, like, maybe once or twice a month to go see them. It was only yeah. an hour drive. But I always wondered why there were fireworks stores right at the border. 
On the Wisconsin side. Yeah, on the Wisconsin side, because yeah. I was a kid and like I wasn't spending my babysitting money on fireworks, but I never understood it until you told me that uh, people from Illinois will drive up to Wisconsin to well, buy fireworks. Very much depends where you go, and more so it's it's Indiana. Like to me, the pipeline was always more to Indiana, because for folks who don't know, I mean, literally the city of Chicago hits the border of Indiana. Yeah. But Indiana, uh, they they had all the good stuff that you could buy. And maybe people up north went more to Wisconsin. But regardless, you had different laws in every state. And then you have, like, Michigan. In Michigan, like, a few years back, we were in there for the the installation of the law. But basically, they kind of said, let's have fun with fireworks and just sell them above the table and make a lot of money. And when we mean fireworks, I don't mean... The sparklers and the Roman candles. Yeah. The stuff you could get away with, like, at the campground when you were a kid. Flat-out mortars. Yeah. And it was, I would go, look, me too. It, it was fun shit. Yeah. I could go every year on the 3rd of July. That's what I do. Obviously the best time to go to the yeah, fireworks the that, store. Talk I mean, about the worst financial, like that's when they're well, making all their money. It's this, I feel so, uh, I, I felt so bad and Michiganders will get this or, or at least Flintstones. There were these fireworks shops that were open year round. Yeah. In, in Flint. And oh I'd, yeah, like Phantom was open yeah, year and round. Yeah, and I'd stare at Phantom year round and then on the 3rd of July I'd go in. But, I mean, you go in there, and there, I mean, half the stuff now is mortars. And I would have a lot of fun, because it was all the stuff that, like, you would have to, you couldn't get in the city of Chicago, and yeah. you had to know a guy who was going to Indiana, and they had the firecrackers. I remember that growing up, because we camped every summer. My grandparents had, like, a stationary campsite up near Wisconsin Dells. So we would spend, like, every 4th of July up there. Mm-hmm. And I remember at the campground, there was always... Uh, one guy who would get his hands on like two mortars. Yeah, and the big finale, right? Like, boom. yeah. And in hindsight, I mean, the, this was a campground in central Wisconsin with very tall trees. I am shocked. <laughs> you should burn that place. I'm down. pretty sure he went out to the beach to do it, but there was yeah. always one dude. And those mortars were like gold. Like you couldn't find those. Anywhere. No, that was like again. There was there were a lot of fake out ones. I remember yeah. growing growing up in Chicago, you could buy uh, at the corner store what looked like a bottle rocket yeah but it was just a sparkler yeah and you could buy what looked like a pack of firecrackers but they were actually just little like what do they jump in like zim, zim, and they're, they're yeah. stupid and as a little boy you wanted the stuff that went boom and like michigan for the most part that's they have that all legalized what did my, so, my sister visited on the fourth of july once and i think it was the first time she visited us yeah so it was like 2015 right after we moved yeah. there and she looked at me it was, we had a, a hot air balloon land in our subdivision. That's right. Um, she was shocked that people were like openly smoking pot, even though it wasn't totally legal. It was, rec- it was, med- it was medicinally it was legal medically at the time. Legal, yeah. But she was just so weirded out at like pot shops in general. And then the fourth happened and there was a full-blown mortar-filled fireworks show in our neighborhood. And my sister looked at me and goes, Jenny, this is bedlam. Yeah, she goes, yeah. this isn't normal. <laughs> And I mean, I'm like, yeah, it's Michigan. <laughs> what sucks about it is that, and I was telling my friends about this, is um, there's been a small contention of Michiganders, and there's been a, a small rumbling, a small community of folks who want to reform some of these firework uh, laws that were put into place how you know a couple of years back. And things like this with this uh, NHL player, which from all accounts of what the Novi police are saying, this is legitimately just a tragic accident. accident. Yeah. 
but this guy... Well, it's always an accident. Nobody's well, yeah. purposely blowing anybody away with a firework. But it was one of those where this, uh, this it was a mortar, and who knows if it got turned over or something, yeah. but oh shot God. right at this guy. And they pronounced oh. him at, um, you know, dead at the... At the hospital, and and of course, so now you know it's it's the one group's going to use that as this as, is what we're as talking ammo, about. Yeah, like this is why you shouldn't be able to sell these kind of fireworks. And unfortunately, they're very true because this is. I mean, it it doesn't. This can come right up to. I mean, I hate to say it because I'm not. We won't even talk about it. Yeah. But this can come right up to like gun laws. It is like, odd, yeah, because it's like. There's like the guns that you see out in war, like the Uzis, yeah. right? And you're like, oh, okay, that's there's a difference between those and yeah. the ones that you buy for personal protection. Same with fireworks, yes. where the fireworks you see at the ballpark on a Friday night yeah. after a game should be different than the ones you can buy for your driveway. Yeah. But instead now, we've let the guy, you can, I mean, especially in Michigan where, yeah. where this happened, that you could put on your... Baseball park oh, yeah. worthy display. If you have the money, if you have say, the money, I don't know it. if you saw it. I don't think you did, but somebody tagged uh, somebody on my Facebook got tagged in our old neighborhood, and our old neighborhood this year. Oh, they go balls out. They've been going balls out for a while, and yeah. Pat was part of that. Pat would. Yeah. We would have. We were like the center of the subdivision, so Pat would put on like his little show. We were the Mason Dixon line. There was the yes. north end and the south end, and then I was. Uh, we were in the DMZ. Yeah, we were the in the DMZ. Zone. So Pat, after a while, was like, "Well, shit, I'm going to put on my own show." And he would. He would go out and buy huge fireworks yeah. and set them off, and then the north end would set theirs off. But this year. People were like gathered in yards Just watching the show. Like yeah. it was big this year. And and this is one of those things where you're like, would this not have happened if they didn't have access to these kind of mortars? Because it wasn't like it was an M80, wasn't like it was a bottle rocket, it wasn't any kind was of firecracker yeah, or this, a Roman candle. This was the literal yeah. one that everyone goes, Oh, that's professional. And this shit happens. Yeah. You're like, oh my god. I mean, when Pat would do it. Because our son would really get into it, obviously. Yeah, I, I did it much more when when he was younger. Yeah, but you know, our you know Pat and our son would go out and buy a ton of fireworks, and yeah. like he set off. Did you set off mortars? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, because that's why I, those made me nervous. I'm but like, like this I is... would buy like literally with my pocketbook. I'd end up spending a couple hundred bucks, and I would come home with maybe twelve mortar shells. Those are expensive. Yeah, and then I get some kind of other big kit. Right, yeah. but those mortar shells in themselves, like one tube with six mortars, it's like ninety to a hundred dollars. Yeah, that's a lot of money. So if you're putting on a huge show, it that's was, a lot of dough. It was a lot of big dick energy, though. Like, oh yeah, it's it's, it's, it's absolutely like, like just dad's flexing money. Yeah, as yeah. much as Pat was always like, oh, we shouldn't set off these big fireworks. He would still go out and spend yeah, two hundred fifty bucks every year and do it just to do because the guy on the other end of the subdivision was would doing not that. fucking question. It wouldn't. I mean, it was literally it. It was that. Stuff stepbrother's meme where it was <laughs> why have it at 12 when we can have it now at 40 <laughs> because when i was 12 it it was the underground railroad yeah. it was you had to know a guy in chicago whose dad was making the run to indiana yep. and then he'd bring you back something and of course he upcharges you on it the chicago oh, yeah. way he has to double the price so it was one of those things where i didn't have access to it but i was too young anyways now i was 40 years old and they're like, I, you can get anything you want and by the way they take credit cards yeah that's scary you want to go into debt for it <laughs> fuck it open up an american express and swipe it away ah, it's america you know everybody's in debt just keep but, it going <laughs> you know that's uh but that's tragic man that's terrible it is and, and unfortunately i don't think it's one of those things that 
can be, they're just accidents. We're playing with fire. That's all there is to it. Literally, literally, yeah. right? And it, but, but it no, is. Like you said, and that's the difference, obviously. Nobody buys fireworks to shoot at other people. You buy them to shoot well, in the sky. You know, well, I certainly hope not. When we were kids, we used to have some bottle rocket Okay, well, wars. that's not okay. <laughs> you never had Roman Candle Wars? No! Such a guy thing, right? No. Uh, but it is, like, I thought about that last night, and I'm not sure how you experienced fireworks, whether they were, uh, you know, on uh, your driveway or you watched on TV. We weren't or- really sure what the deal was around here in Arizona because, first of all, the entire state is like kindling right now. Sure. Like, we have gotten so little rain, and it is monsoon season, but we haven't gotten enough rain. So there were actually places that were saying, hey, no fireworks shows this year, man, because we cannot afford to set a fire. Um, and I asked Pat, I said, are you going to go out and get some and shoot them off in the street? And he's like, eh, if other people do it this year, I'll do it next year. But this is, I don't want to piss off our well, new that's neighbors. that's what I said. I said, one, I'm like, you know, we just moved into the subs. So I don't know the feel of the, yes. of the subdivision. And two, I don't know the rules on Arizona. And there are some kind of firework stands, but I feel like it's going to be like the old Chicago thing. Where it's kind where, of like off to the side, like well, you do it quick and run away. No, no, no. Like it's the ones that, that look like they're something, oh, but yeah. they're really not. They're more sparklers so, and smoke balls i don't feel like there's a lot you're not buying mortars on the street um it's interesting because our living room is like in the back of our house yeah so i wasn't like watching out the front window like i did at our house in michigan i heard people setting stuff off in the street but i didn't see what they were setting off we there had to be some in some neighborhoods we ended up and this was really cool um our town oro valley decided to do a uh, not in person firework yeah. show like obviously last year there was no in person this year there's no in person we were hoping to but we couldn't get the whole goddamn country to 70% That's vaccination too rate. much to ask too much to it's ask, been too everyone. much to ask the entire um, last year <laughs> but so what they decided to do was it was um they ordered bigger shells so yeah. a bigger show a bigger show that you could see from further away that the point was you'd be able to watch from your home or maybe be a spot in your subdivision and that's literally what we did like yeah. we walked out to the main street and we noticed there's a bunch of other folks from our sub who had set up out there and then we we you could definitely see the fireworks from afar going off it was funny too because i stayed home because i was just exhausted last night and i saw the entire show from it, the right? front window yeah, yeah like clear as day it was really cool but it was one of those things watching them man it was a long show and it was weird because they're off of the distance so you're getting like the delayed booms like yeah. the sound is all delayed there's no music soundtrack so it was a little bit different of an experience but it was still just still fireworks it was very america at uh you know just it's very grandiose it's 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 i was watching from old folks to young kids yeah. to teenagers and everyone watches and oohs and ahs and i know we have so many different ways that we can celebrate and it's it's an odd one people always say to celebrate your country by blowing, blowing up, shit up blowing <laughs> shit up but it is just such a just it's hard not to get into it's it cool it was fun like, we survived yeah, i say yesterday wasn't even like a traditional fourth for us like we just kind of did stuff around the house because we're unpacking still from moving so it didn't feel like a holiday especially because neither of us are fully employed yet when you're not working every (laughs) every day day. this is the fourth of july i I am independent from work every day of the week but once the fireworks started it was kind of fun it was like you you, it was just it was cool i like the fourth so listen we hope you had fun we hope you got to see some some friends some family Hope you stayed safe, and I mean that not just with your digits or your life with the fireworks, but also you got this Delta variant going around, so I hope yeah. you guys are staying safe that You're way. You're not too hungover. But here we are in the thick of it, 4th of July. Speaking of jobs, hold on. Man, I don't know. These days may be coming to an end on this 51st episode of the podcast. My Lord, people in this household are interviewing, and there's job talks and work schedules, and I don't think 
AJ's happy about it. <laughs> so, uh, we get this one near Dalton, right? Oh, God. <laughs> We're way too close, and Joe's got the vid on it. She's filming it, right? And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, this shitty-looking green valiant comes pulling up right in the way. She starts, she starts yelling, and this, this loser stumbles out of the car. He's got, like, a bottle of Jack Daniels in his hand. He's naked. Whoa. He is butt naked. Naked. Not naked. <laughs> I was not naked. <laughs> He's without apparel. <laughs> Half naked. Naked. So, so Joe's yelling at him to get out of the way, right? <laughs> so uh, he just, he strolls up to the twister and he says, have a drink. And he chucks the bottle into the twister and it never hits the ground. Twister caught it and sucked it right up. I can't believe it. But I'm 38 years old and I can finally die happy because I saw a tornado, you guys. Oh, yeah. I saw a freaking tornado and it was the coolest thing ever. The old Tucson Twister. Oh, my God. I can't believe I lived in the Midwest for almost my entire life and never saw a tornado. This was. And so was this a way of you of fulfilling your lifelong dream without the destruction that normally comes with said life said Long dream? Yes, because I have been uh, oddly obsessed with tornadoes since I was a little kid. My mom, I used to um, rent or uh, uh, check out tornado books from the library Mm -hmm. and have my mom read them to me. And they were pretty, like, pretty awful. And I remember one night I was, like, in kindergarten. My mom's like, I'm not finishing this book with you tonight. Like, before I could even read. She's like, this is terrible and scary and you're going to have a nightmare. Um, But I love weather. I love tornadoes. And... It sucks because I think they're such a cool weather phenomenon, but it's not like, like, I don't like the destruction they see, cause. See, that's what I was going to say, because it's... Like, it's, it's not like I see a whole town leveled, and I'm like, yeah, cool! I'm like, no, not at all. It's not um, as weird on the level of, like, the people who are obsessed with serial killers. Um, Thank but, you. <laughs> but, but it is something that inherently is not a positive thing. Like, no, no. one, no one ever says tornado in a positive light like boy i'll tell you what gene we really need a tornado today (laughs) i could use a good tornado it's been a while since one came through so it is something it's it's like saying you're a fan of hurricanes or a fan of earthquakes but there is kind of this following around tornadoes and do you think it's because of all the tv shows and the movie i mean twister is the movie that's the one that set i mean really that's your you love that film more than life itself i don't think that this is new i think it's just being exploited no no, I think, no. Like, but what i'm saying out of all of them they seem to be the one that have gained the fan base and it, and is it because it's like an active thing like where you can track them and you can chase them i think it's just because i don't know for me they are so elusive it is not something you see every day and you may see one and you may ne- you may not you i mean you could never see one in your entire life and they're so each one is so different and the way they form is so cool. And then sometimes... See, listen to this. This yeah. is not shit you hear about earthquakes. They just, you don't they, hear someone they just say, disappear, oh, let me you tell know? you, this earthquake came in just like the old San well, Clemente of 1932. <laughs> listen, I'm, all, I'm fascinated with, like, you yeah. know, weather and tectonic plates but and, and volcanoes tornadoes. and earthquakes. But tornadoes are my bread and butter. So you've never actually gone chasing, but you have you're, wanted to. Well, yeah, but I'm also not qualified to, so I'm not going to be an idiot. Hold on. First off, 
you can pay now to be part of a, I can throw you in an Astro van, charge you 500 bucks and drive you around Kansas. You could and call that a tornado And, and people be like, fuck yeah, it was amazing. But like you, have you gotten, ever wanted to? Have you gotten close to that? I think I've said that. I'm like, if I ever had like excess money to piss away, which yeah. I still haven't found it yet. But if I did have like th- four grand, I would totally pay to okay. go tornado chasing for a week right. in like Oklahoma. So the flip side of this, since I've met AJ, I've known this. She's a big weather nerd, loves tornadoes. Is that, yes, you have this dual relationship because they are destructive forces. Yeah. And that you get excited at, especially now with, you know, social media. Um, it's incredible. Well, just the oh, internet in yes. general. The pictures and the video I mean, and the instant. Could, there's, I have an um, app on my phone that's uh, actually one of our listeners told me to download it. It's called like Live Chasing. And it's people who chase yeah. just just weather nerds like me who chase storms and upload pictures. So no matter where you are, you can do it. So, you know, there's there's that aspect of it. But then the next day you see the tragedy oh, and, and you hear about the dog that gets found in the rubble yeah. and doesn't have an owner. And then you see people on TV crying that their whole house is gone. What's it like then as a tornado junkie oh, you, when you feel like an asshole, like yeah. the second half? <laughs> yeah. You feel like an asshole. I mean, it's like cheering. It's, it's, it's like cheering for the bad guy, but then after the bad guy wins, you have to watch all the people, all the bad things he does. Yeah. yeah and all the people tell you like, I, why is this happening to me? There Who is, would ever cheer this terrible thing? There's not one weather nerd out there that cheers for the destruction. We would all love to see tornado just blow through an open field and be done. And it does seem like a lot of folks these days, if they're super involved, tend to veil it in the world of um, this is scientific. This is for research. Yeah. Or or we're trying to alert people. We're the ones out there alerting the authorities to where it is. And I feel like that's a little bit of a hustle. Well, it is. And I also kind of feel like, like listen, I'm not a meteorologist. I'm smart enough to be. I would have been if I was smart enough. But it doesn't, I don't know what goes on behind the scenes. I don't feel like there's ever going to be a point where they can predict them to the point that everybody takes cover. Yeah. In, when where, they're supposed to. Where they to. can pinpoint this is the yeah. path it's going to take because in this area. Look out. Yeah. They're nuts. They're all so different. And we saw that last week here in Tucson. There are like no tornadoes in Arizona. It doesn't happen here. It's the desert. It's mountainous. Um, tornadoes are created when warm air hits the cold air off the Gulf of Mexico. And that's why they call it Tornado Alley, because there's a very specific spot. You hear all the stuff she knows. Listen to this. Major Dorkage. She's been waiting to give this podcast for years. Um, But yeah, I mean, the American Southwest is not known for tornadoes. Like I said, desert, no cold air, lots of mountains. It's just not a thing here. I have a unique fascination with the American Southwest. (laughs) Okay. Just remember. Thank you, D'Angelo. Thank you. <laughs> Hashtag the office. Um, but yeah, no, you don't see them here. And I read an article a while back saying our tornadoes on the rise in Arizona because they've seen more. We all know the climate's changing. Let's stop bullshitting yeah. each other. Stuff's changing. Yeah, like, can we move on now to the next argument, which is, well, why is it changing? Is it man-made or yes! is it or, or is it God-made? We messed it up. Um, but yes, I think you're right. I I, I think we all can, can at least admit, admit things yeah. are changing, yes. Yeah, the seasons are changing, so weather now, patterns are changing. This this happens. Now, we're in monsoon season here in uh, Arizona. Which I did learn a monsoon is not an individual storm. It's the entire yeah, season. season. It's our rain season. And it's because of cold air. And we had storms blowing through. 
And my son and I were on the opposite side of town of Tucson when, whenever this was happening. And we actually ended up at a pet store when the rain came through, which is a pretty cool place to be when rain comes. And I know you're thinking, my Midwestern or Pacific Northwest folks, it's rain. No big deal. Not rain during monsoon no. season in Arizona. It you is probably, heavy. Yeah, you it see, is intense. I think, and, and check out our Instagram. You can see the pictures of it. It is that, it is that wall is, of water that just blows yeah. over. So if you get caught in it, there they it's not pull an all-day over, drizzle, don't dry. Yeah. Yeah, and, and it's not, yeah, it's not an all-day thing. This will go, it passes in like 20 minutes. Yeah. But so my son and I were, were trapped at a pet store. Not a bad place to be trapped. No. <laughs> Playing with the animals. Finally, the rain lets up, and we go, and our son asks, because our son is kind of anxious about it, yeah. a little freaking out. And I go, look, no big deal. It's gone. And he goes, but there's not going to be any tornadoes. And I, look, listen, parents, we, we tell a lot of little white lies <laughs> over our careers, right? Maybe they involve people that come down chimneys and stuff. <laughs> but you know how to give a... A lie, and you also know when you are owning the truth to your kid, and you're yes. trying to convince him, like, no, 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 this is the truth. And when he was very, you know, worked up, I go, dude, there's no tornadoes in Tucson. <laughs> and he goes, are you sure? And I go, no, we're in a mountain range. It's a Sonoran mountain range. I'm like, there's no tornadoes. Sometimes I've read they get yeah. tornadoes further up north where it's cooler, but that's but still, Arizona is not known for tornadoes. So I'm literally trying to calm him down in the car by speaking my truth, which is the real truth. I'm like, not all those other times that I lied to you. This is like <laughs> this dad being, being true. legit. And then I shit you not, I come home to AJ flipping out because she says, oh, man, I thought I almost saw a tornado. Because this whole time she'd be getting, been, been getting her hair done. Well, no, no, no. That was a different day. But we had gone out to lunch. You okay. guys went to the pet yes. store. I went to the other side of town to pick up an office chair. That's right. For our, for our home office. So you were leaving that when you yeah. thought you saw what appeared to be. And I was driving on the highway, which gives you um, a great view, just a 360-degree view of the area. And I could see these storms, like four or five of them, like behind me. I was mm. literally running from them. And I'm like, man, I'm like, today feels weird. It felt a little muggy. I'm like, it just feels different. These look bad. Like they don't look like just rain. And then I got like the severe thunderstorm warning thing on my phone. So I go pick up this chair and I'm like running to get it into my car before the rain starts. And I look above the roof of the neighbor's house and it looked like a funnel cloud. And I said, but it wasn't like, you know, it's not like the sky was black and pea green. It was blue. You know, the clouds were kind of blue and white. So I'm like, there's no way that's a funnel cloud. Like it's not, doesn't look like it's rotating, but it looked like a funnel dipping down. I mean, visually you're like, wow, that's what a tornado should be. Yeah. But But, I'm like, it just doesn't make sense for there to be a tornado. Your brain is telling you. We're in Arizona. There's this can't be a tornado. It, It must be like what the people felt like when they saw that tiger loose in Houston, Texas, right? <laughs> it can't be a tiger on like, the street. You just, you, your mind is like, what the fuck? There's no tigers in Texas. And then you're like, Logic. oh, shit. No, I think that's a tiger in Texas. We need to hide. So I took pictures of it just in case. And I'm like, damn, that thing is dipping low. Like it was very, it would look like a finger. And I got in my car and I was like, I could see that. And that's when I saw the storms coming. I'm like, yeah. I'm going to drive right through these. It's so weird, though, because these storms are so isolated that you can drive like right around it and miss the entire thing. So I go, I run my errands, I come home and I'm still looking at this picture. I'm like, damn, that looks like a tornado. Somebody post a picture from South Tucson yeah. of this thing touching the ground. There you go. And there's like two pictures of it because nobody freaking knew what it was. They thought it might just be rain. Nobody thought it was a tornado. I mean, there are out here 
dust devils. Yeah, there's which a, that are, was very much not a dust devil though. Yeah, that, which you know, but, but what I'm saying is for locals, like yeah. you said, if your mind visually kind of puts one and two together, yeah, if you're used to seeing dust devils, which you're like whatever, which very much do look like a dirt tornado. Yeah. Um, maybe you see that and your mind tries to tell you, no, it's not a tornado. It must be that. And, you know, but then, no, this was the next day. So, yeah, yeah, it was confirmed that that pic, I was kind of jealous. I'm like, oh man, that picture went viral and mine didn't. Well, you didn't get the good one. You can get the good one. Theirs was touching the ground, man. It was on the ground. They now have all the viral internet bucks. (laughs) Did you know that? We all make so much internet money, don't we? (laughs) They're spending it massively right now. Um, but yeah, about like 8 PM that night. The local news station said the National Weather Service hasn't confirmed it yet, but they said that was a tornado. They're like, it very likely is a tornado. That's crazy. And I almost shit my pants. I mean, I almost threw my phone and screamed. I'm like, I was right. And then I tweeted the picture at the National Weather Service in Tucson. She got very thirsty. I did. I was Other girls tweet tweet out pictures of their butt and stuff like that. Not my my wife is here like boo look at my tornado pic. Hey, at National Weather Service hey, Tucson, look shout at, at me. <laughs> but I tweeted at them and I said <laughs> I knew it. I'm like this is it, and they asked for like details on where I was, this what is the your time moment. was. I, I was so you were, excited. You're now part of the scientific community. I am that are tornado chasers <laughs> that that say no. I'm not in it for the death and destruction. This is for the scientific. Shut up. Nobody, information that we're gathering? Nobody is in it for death and destruction. It just unfortunately <laughs> is a side effect of tornadoes. I mean, the death and destruction makes for really good video content that <laughs> relates into really <laughs> massive reach for our YouTube channel, which generates tons of funds um, through non-traditional revenue advertising, but... It's about the science? Shut up. You can't bring me down. I saw a tornado, (laughs) and I had to move to Arizona to do it. Miss me when I'm gone. Uh, debatable. <laughs> no, I really will. <laughs> AJ just uh, looked at me today and realized that we're both getting back to work, and that means that our time really kind of spent glued to each other's hip, which has been since uh, pretty much since we got together. I mean, we started our morning show not long after we got together. Two, 2008. Yeah. And we started working together. We got together in 2005. And AJ has um, nailed some uh, employment. It's a very, very good, prestigious job that she has. And it's part-time, which is awesome. It is part-time. <laughs> I can make what I was making in radio working yeah. this job part-time. But- <laughs> So AJ has this job. She's she's gonna be doing working from home. I am, you know, entering the the traditional uh, job space. I say this entire journey to Arizona is because Pat had a revelation in 2019. Was it uh, 2018. 2018 that he was done with radio? I was sick of it too. He said, "I want to do something that's going to be impactful." And decided to go back to school to be a therapist. And he graduated. And then we got fired from radio. So it's a great time. That, we, yeah. we knew we also, I mean, that's radio. You know you're going to get yeah. fired for no reason. So we were just waiting for it. 
So I've officially... And that's what brought us here. We're, yeah. We were like, we want to move to a warm climate, sure. and that's where you can start your career. But so I have traditionally, or I, I guess officially, not traditionally, but officially, entered the, the job market seeking for work uh, last week because... Up until now, it's been one of those things where, well, I'm not going to look for work because we're moving to Arizona, yeah. and once we get out here, in in my line of work now, you have to get licenses and all kinds of things. He had to get fingerprinted yeah, yeah, finger to get printed. this license, and you got to pay yeah. to take this test. I mean, that's a big to-do. So, you know, once I had those ducks kind of in a row, I said, all right, then I will reach out in, in into this job market of mental health professionals. Say, dip your toe in the, the yeah. Oro Valley pool. And, and see what's going on, and I've already gotten... Um, um, a few contacts made, and I had a job interview today. Sounds um, just interesting, just fun. Um, but with that, AJ realized, and I, I think it, it just kind of clicked with her because when I got done with the job interview, she goes, how'd it go, and blah, 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 blah. And um, He just casually started like rattling off things about the interview, and he goes, yeah, it'd be like Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and I was like... <gasps> and it was so funny because she looked at me, and she goes, I'm never going to see you. <laughs> No, say it, say it like I did. She said, I'm never going to see you. <laughs> it made me very sad. Yeah, I'm like, well, you'll be working, but like she'll be working at home. And then she realized that uh, our son's going to be out of the house because he's, he's gonna going to be in school. So I'm like, this working from home thing is going to blow because I'm going to be alone. <laughs> like You literally are going to be in your own home office. The whole house will be, it'll be you and the dog. Just so you, the dog, weird. and the cats. Weird. But it was uh, interesting. It was... I mean, one of only a handful of job interviews that I've done since officially leaving the radio industry and definitely only a handful of interviews that I've done not in the radio world. Yeah. So these are just different animals uh -huh. when, when you're interviewing in the real world. Well, I, I realized that um, last week when I was on the phone with HR for my new job and they're like, okay, well, we're going to send you a laptop. And I said, excuse me? And they yeah. said, we're going to send you a laptop that's formatted for you to work on. That's only for radio salespeople. Yeah. Those, those are the... You have to, I mean... If you have a radio corporation, the only people you give laptops to... Are the salespeople. Are the salespeople. I would bring my own laptop into work and yeah. use it because the PCs were so you shitty. You got to write it off on your taxes. Come and, on. And then he was like, well, do you have a mouse? And I said, no, but I can get one. And he goes, I'll just send one with the yeah. laptop. I'm just so used to spending my own money on my job that it was so weird. So it is a different animal. Um... But yeah, that 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 was actually kind of weird in my interview. Um, again, just being the handful that I've done outside of the industry, when I hear some of those issues being brought up, and they talk about you know, so you know, we try to provide a good work life balance, and we try to provide you know, we want to make sure. And it was very interesting because it's a very uh, I don't know compassionate uh, industry. Obviously, mental health and all that is a very pa compassionate and empathetic uh industry in general but well, yeah, this you can't be in social work and be empathetic if you're miserable with your yeah, job yeah so it was just very interesting to see um them kind of toss out some you know hey here's here's how we keep it on the straight and narrow but aj well, and they, they throw out perks too and like like you said they're like well you won't you know no weekends and this and that and the other thing and like with radio they just try to convince you why it won't suck Yes. And like and they never do a good job of it either because it always sucks. So it's so weird. I have a friend who's been tasked with that right now. He's um program director for the first time at a radio station. <gasps> so he's the one who has to make the phone calls saying, Hey, you should work here, here's why it doesn't suck. Yeah, like he has to be the one to convince people <laughs> oh, like, you know, it doesn't sucks. suck. That sucks. <laughs> 
But yeah, so you know, I, just doing the uh, interviewing process. It's um, see, for me, it's fun. I have fun doing it. I'm a people person. I know. No, I get it. I know some people like can't fucking sleep the night before a job interview. I know people that are like yeah. so anxious about it. I mean, I feel I'm guilty of that. I've I've been anxious for a week since I found out when I'm starting training that I'm trying to calm the hell down before I start training she on Wednesday. Is, man. I'm she was wigging out. She was wigging out so hard and I'm like, "Girl, like legit. Like I, we can't really get into it, but she has a job with a big name company, a legendary company, um in a legendary department doing writing and I have to assume these are not easy jobs to no, come by." No, and that's so why you, you I don't want to fuck this up. You were chosen for a reason. You're not going to fuck it up. You wouldn't have gotten this far if if, you know. See, here I am now. Now I'm delivering <laughs> services to my wife <laughs> thank you these are called motivational interviewing techniques with dr pat i'm lifting it's <laughs> clinical therapist pat thank you <laughs> um but yeah i mean it's 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 just gonna be so weird i mean i'm glad we've had the time apart we've had this year because pat was we, we have been apart this year the most of our relationship and i mean i had like a, a almost a mental breakdown over christmas after we lost our jobs over the fact that I'm not going to work with my husband anymore because I love working with you. I mean, we work well together, and we have we have made it into well, a and, fi- and, we have we have tuned it to a fine point too. And for for anyone who's ever worked with a spouse, um, you have an ally in the room at yeah. all times, even when you have your own personal shit going on. And trust me, yeah, there were times over the years we had our own personal shit going on, but you still have that ally yeah. through thick and thin. Co-workers, friends, they can turn on you. Yep, you know, man- quick. management, corporate, it's all bullshit. But like when you work with your wife or your husband, yeah. when I look at you from across a room, we, you know, yeah. you have that we're connection. Team, yeah. So you're not going to have, you know, we're both not going to have that person in the yeah. room that's, you know, 100% on my side at all times. I mean, Pat was in Hawaii for six weeks when we thought we were moving out there. Yes, yeah, I was there for yeah, all of February, some March. And then I came out here to Arizona in May to get our house set up. Yeah. And so we were apart for another six weeks. And it was good because we learned how to exist without each other. But now that we're back together doing the podcast together, I'm like, she's going to miss me. I'm like, should I go back to school for social work so I can work with her? <laughs> <laughs> she did say that. She was like, well, I had a lot of fun listening to you go to school. So maybe <laughs> I can do it too. And I, we can work together. One of the classes I loved in college was sociology. And I should have explored it at the time. <laughs> I didn't. Uh, no, it'll, yeah. It, I mean, it'll be an adjustment. I What I'm going to be interested to see is if, because you won't have the same experience because you're going to be working from home. Yeah. Right? So mine's going to be in person somewhere i'm going to be interested to see if i don't find what is traditionally called the work wife or work husband no you will not find the work wife okay um, you will not because you hear about that How dare you? in work settings where you kind of find someone you know who who for outside of the romantic part plays the role of your partner yeah. in your work setting and those relationships are formed almost out of necessity or out of um, survival skills. I mean, I do feel like I, I started going to Irish dance classes last week. And um, no, two weeks ago. I feel like I found my dance wife. Yeah. Like, see, yeah. Karen like, like, is my dance yeah, wife. You're, you are. But I don't see her eight hours. A day. You are. How dare you? Don't but, you but replace me? No, but I'm me. just wondering <laughs> if I will. Like, nope. If, 
if I'll want to be no, you won't like the lone wolf and be on my own and kind of just be part of the team and we're all equal, or will I try to find someone else who's like my best buddy who will be you know, the um, person next to me? How dare you? I'm your best buddy. <laughs> Don't you listen? Me. Listen how upset you, she gets. You over this. will not replace me. <laughs> I'm not trying to replace I you. I think you are. I'm just saying. We, we are Pat and AJ, goddammit. <laughs> the Pat and AJ Podcast Network is available on all your favorite audio platforms. Subscribe today. Follow Pat and AJ on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook now at Pat and AJ. PatandAJ.com. Support the Pat and AJ Podcast Network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. The Pat and AJ Podcast.